and good morning to you. I'm back on track with my walks, so expect some more recordings, because I know you can't wait for them. I know you listen to them all with great intent, especially the one about the sun. Actually, I know you didn't listen to it, you, the person I'm talking about, because I quizzed you on it, and you obviously don't know the secret password if you're not listening to the podcast. But I'll explain it again. And I actually have some more thoughts, because I've been reading or learning about Mach and Newton, gravity, and uh, also I've been studying Kant. So Kant, what he does is he creates these tables, and on the left side he says something is true, and on the right side he says it's not true, and then he tries to prove both of them individually, and comes up with arguments. So that's what I'm trying to do to solve a question, but first let me pose you the background. So, we were talking about on this podcast how the light of the sun takes millions of years to get to the surface. And then it'll travel for millions of years um, to another star so that it can be seen... So that it can be seen by someone. And then that takes time to register those light neurons will hit the light will hit the neurons and be picked up by the light receptor neurons the rods and that will create brain activity which will indicate some kind of light okay and then and then um when the light from that sun in that place, let's say, reflects off the planet where it was being observed, let's say the Earth, and then that light will travel back to the original star, right? Now, here's the point. Well, two points here. I just discovered another one. So the first point is, is that the um, <clears throat> the person who's observing the light from the other star, they will be also using food, let's say, plant materials which collect the solar light from the earth and that solar material that food that's used to feed the neurons that fire because they won't fire if they're hungry right they need energy to fire so that firing is using a different source of light as power indirectly through plants let's say or animals And that also came from the local sun and required also time to get out. But that light would be newer than the old light that you see because necessarily there's also the travel time between the stars. So you have light that's being projected from one sun 
or light that's being born in one sun and then light that's being born in the other sun. One is going to feed the plants that will be eaten and then feed the neurons that will observe, right? And the other will just spread out. Now, here is what I came up with. I'm asking, is the light a particle or a wave? Okay. Now, if it was a particle, like an individual particle, an individual photon, then how could those photons spread out throughout the whole universe? Because let's say the sun is at the cent is at a point A. And the light is spreading out from there and going in all directions. Well, after it reaches the edge of the universe, it's already spread out. Right? And these light photons will be... These light photons will be... Um, thin. Thinned out. Going in directions. But then when it reaches the edge of the galaxy, it'll be thinned out more, you see. And eventually, the light will be so thinned out. Eventually, the light will be so thinned out. How could it possibly hit all the other planets in the universe? You see? Because if it's a packet, how could that packet go into the empty spaces in between the, the packets? Because there'll be more and more empty space as you go. Therefore, I think that light, in that respect, has a waveform where there's a wave of light going out or multiple waves of light going out and they're spreading out throughout the whole universe, let's say, equally, as like a wave in water. Because only that way can you really hit all the points. If it was just a particle, like a billiard ball, you would eventually become so sparse. And I think that ray tracing algorithms would handle also, I guess, refraction when it hits atmosphere. I guess it refracts along the way, but I think that's the point here that that the light is going to have to be a waveform to spread out evenly across the universe. So that was the thing I was thinking about. So you have a wave that hits and then it would bounce back. I mean, it doesn't necessarily bounce back because There's not going to be enough energy to bounce off the earth and hit and come back. It's going to be the energy of our local sun that's going to bounce off the earth and go back. But let's just say that we could encode some kind of information into that light, modulate it somehow so then you know, when it reaches the other star, it could be picked up upon. 
millions of years later. So that's what I was, I was thinking about. These waves and waves of light going between stars and how they're originating in the stars and spreading out Yeah.